0: Florida State football has been around for over 120 years. It's a long time. I I looked it up. The first couple of years of their existence, their football team was known just as the 11. Okay. Because obviously, never mind. Uh, They've been around for over 120 years, and yet they are still everything that is wrong with Gen Z and millennial young people. I'll explain. Don't worry. Uh, It is hilarious that that Florida State wants to enter the transfer portal because the ACC can't offer them enough name, image, and likeness money. (laughs) Now, I know that's not exactly, but it kind of is exactly, right? that They want to leave the ACC and go to either the Big Ten or the SEC, which would be entering the transfer portal with their eyes on two other destinations that maybe they were recruited by at one point in time in the past. Just like players enter the transfer portal, maybe looking to go to a team that recruited them out of high school that they didn't end up attending. Now, why would they do this? It's because they're not getting enough money. Oh, you mean like the players that go into the transfer portal and say they're going to the highest bidder? The Hunter Dickinsons who went from Michigan to, where did he end up, Kansas? Basketball player, Mm seven-footer? Right? the, The players... That just jump and and go to the biggest name, image, and likeness deal? Oh, that's exactly what Florida State wants to do. Oh, you mean uh, me doing what's best for me? I thought only selfish young people that were raised in an era that had no loyalty and they didn't want to sit around and compete. Ah. They were afraid of competition. I thought that was the only reason to make those types of decisions. Now that Florida State is making a very similar decision, I have to ask, should we all demand that Congress take over the regulation of conference realignment and media conference payments to get a federal rule so every state and every team can be handled the exact same? That's what the college coaches want to do to prevent players from making the exact same decisions that Oregon and Washington just made. Oh, Oregon and Washington committed to the Pac-12. But they didn't think they could win in the Pac-12. They didn't think they'd get enough money in the Pac-12. They weren't happy in the Pac-12. So they entered into the transfer portal and then committed to the Big Ten. A blue blood. That sounds like something coaches should be irate about. Yeah. That sounds like something athletic directors should need Congress to get involved to, to stop that action. Right, Oh, players, teams. Uh, what was it? Pat Narduzzi, the head coach of, of Pittsburgh at the, uh, the ACC kickoff, says there needs to be limits so the rich schools won't bully the small schools. Mm. Right? Oh, you have to limit how much name, image, and likeness a player can make. Well, how about this? How about we limit how much media rights a team could make so the rich conferences can't bully the small conferences? Yeah. Or how about this one? Put guidelines on how much money the teams can make in general. Guidelines. Guardrails is a term used a lot. Yes,
1: need the guardrails.
0: Guardrails for players when they make money because, oh, you don't want them going back on their commitments. Except Florida State just made a a multi, like a, I mean, they still have 13 years left on their commitment. They're going back on it. Mm -hmm. Gosh, where do the players get it from? Should we put the money... This is my favorite one. Uh, that the name, image, and likeness money for players should go into a trust that they get upon graduation or that they get into a trust that they can finally receive after taking a class on uh, paying taxes and how to invest properly. So how about this? How about we take all of the, the media rights money that teams get and we put it in a trust until they prove to us that they, they know how to spend it effectively. Let's do it. They have to take a class on... Uh, not uh, writing such terrible contracts that you're going to fire a coach and have to pay them $50 million in buyout money. They have to take a class on uh, how to not upset boosters. They have to take a class on uh, maximizing game day revenue. And until then, you don't get to see your money. That's That's how we're treating the players because they make decisions like the ones that are being made by schools right now. Now, I'm not saying Florida State or Washington or Oregon shouldn't be allowed to do whatever they think is best for them as a school. Matter of fact, that's the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm, 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 I can disagree with the execution, which I do. I don't think Florida state is going about it the best way for them. I don't think leaving the ACC is the best thing for them. But I completely defend their right to, in in their own mind, make whatever decision they think is best for them. Or right, I defend their right to be wrong. <laughs> I defend their right to, to make decisions that could one day come back to bite their program in the behind. I'm just saying, I hope we understand that the players that make decisions to change their situation Aren't doing it because they're young, because they're Gen Z, because they're, they, I don't know, got participation trophies. <laughs> Although I hate participation trophies. I, 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 I it's not because they don't want to work every time. It's not always because they don't want to work. It's not always because they're afraid of competition. It's not always because they're disloyal. Sometimes it just makes sense. Yeah. You may sit there and say, okay, now that Washington and Oregon are out of the Pac-12, it just makes sense for Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah to join the the Big 12. Well, guess what I'd argue? A lot of times, it just makes sense when a transfer quarterback transfers into a school for the guy that thought he was going to be the starter to just transfer out. Yeah, makes sense. It just makes sense. They're doing it for the same reasons Florida State or or this team or that team switch conferences. It's just so perfect, right? I Florida State, I guarantee you, Florida State lost a transfer to somewhere else and the player got a bunch of name, image, and likeness money and Florida State said, this is everything that's wrong with, with college football today. And then they said, could we put ourselves in the transfer portal? I'm not getting enough media money. And they did not see the irony in that situation at all, despite the fact that it's right there on the open, right? It's it's just the most blatant bit of of irony you've ever seen.
1: You know what's uh, hypocritical about all this? We always hear from coaches, mm. ADs, conference commissioners about doing what's best for the athletes, right? Do what's best for them. Do what's best. Do what's best. Do what's best. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, is there anything about – I know football's driving this conversation – but you have the entire athletic department to worry about, right? I'm sorry, are we just completely neglecting the fact that Oregon and Rutgers have to play each other in <laughs> soccer now? There's like, this, I'm the, sorry, like this, like cro- like legit, like, legit cross country travel that's going to be happening for a lot of these for a lot of these young athletes now. It's like, okay, so what about the health and well being of student athletes? I'm, I'm sorry, I'd, where's that in all of this?
0: The because uh, last the time I checked, t- they're
1: still not getting a cut of this.
0: The Tuesday night volleyball game. Volleyball match, yeah, in in Eugene, Oregon, mm-hmm. for the Rutgers volleyball team, is not set up for their success. No, matter of fact, I need to look this up, but Rutgers to L.A. was almost the exact same distance as as Piscataway, New Jersey, where Rutgers is to Reykjavik, Iceland. Mm-hmm. I believe if my my mental map of the United States, my my knowledge of my like off the top geography. Uh, I believe it's further from Rutgers to Eugene than it is from Rutgers to L.A., which means Rutgers will have an in-conference matchup that is further from their campus than Reykjavik, Iceland. That's absurd. And do you know what else is interesting? Tell me. The term student-athlete. Oh, yeah. How many times do when, when you hear a commissioner speak, and we had it with Jim Phillips and the ACC at ACC kickoff, do they reference their, their athletes as student athletes, right? And they want to put an emphasis on education. And the Big Ten is, right, they only admit uh, AAU research universities, and, and they need, you need to have an academic background of, of a certain standard to get into the Big Ten. What about the commutes is good for the students, in the student athlete equation, nothing, nothing, right? I mean, I recall I played college football. Mm-hmm. You had to go to your teachers at the beginning of the uh, the, oh, yeah. the the semester and show them the the right the note from the athletic department that said, you know, on these days we have games on Saturdays and we're going to be traveling on Thursday and you're going to be out of class. Likewise, I don't think, I don't think, other than the national championship game, I don't think we ever left the Eastern time zone. And we had to go out there and get all these, like, miss all these classes, and some teachers would make us stink about it. And we're like, "Come, to campus policy, you have to let us, yeah, right." Oh, you trust
1: me? I had to deal with a lot of professors on that
0: exactly. And and, and I can't imagine when it's like, I, I have a you know track and field meet on Thursday. Uh, I am a sophomore shot put thrower. Uh, I'm going to have to miss class starting on what, like. Tuesday morning, like we're, we're flying out Monday night. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, the, the student athlete part can be thrown out because the only, the only justification is we'll have more money to fund our football program. That's why we're going to have to go through all of this. That's and, and for football it doesn't seem as bad, right? If you only play on Saturdays and you only go to the West coast uh, twice a year it's say, it, Oh, football's not bad, but what about basketball? What about baseball? Oh yeah. Like these are real, real commutes. I can't I I can't wrap my head around the the, the... I imagine in all of these meetings, right? They have all the chancellor and president meetings where the conference gets together. I assume prior to those or immediately after the chancellors or the presidents go back to their university and they have their inner circle, right? They have their, I don't know, deans and athletic directors and everybody involved. And I imagine there's some, some dean, there's some, you know, director of student affairs or whatever the title is raising their hand, just going, this is going to make everything really, really bad. And they're like, okay, heard, uh, athletic director. What do you say? This is going to make us a lot of money. I'm going to listen to you. All right, you, you, you're the justification I'm going to choose to believe here. You figure it out, right? You look at the, the academically focused person and go, As, yeah, this one's going to be tough. How much does it cost to get a tutor on the road? Because we're going to have the cash. <laughs> more support staff, more academic staff for the athletes. Can we take them out of the general pop altogether? I mean, that is where we're going. Uh, speaking of commutes United States women's national team Brisbane ah I, yes I, I tried tried to do no, that. They no they had to go Brisbane I saw them getting on the uh the bus and they were trying to say Brisbane in their their Australian accents uh Emily Fox North Carolina courage not bad out of the group so maybe she has a future in <laughs> voice and dialect acting uh but they are uh facing Sweden Sunday morning 5 a.m
1: whoo I think that game's on Fox 50, actually.
0: So many of us will be waking up to check the results. Some of us will be waking up by, by, I assume, alarm to watch the game 5 a.m. I will say this. A dominant victory against Sweden would go a long way towards kind of smoothing out the, the fears Right, the the fear of catastrophe, the fear of not making the final, the fear the fear of uh, I don't know the, the stone cold grip we have, meaning the United States has on women's soccer is loosening. That's a fear that many have. Uh, sm, you know, smoking Sweden by two or three goals would go a long way towards making everybody feel a lot lot happier. And it's not going to be easy. Sweden is the third ranked team in the world, which is why it is important to win your group. Yes. So you don't have to face a team like Sweden in the the first round. Um it is exactly what the like going into that Portugal game, it was why it was important to win your group. And it's why when we we played it yesterday, Alex Morgan saying like, "Oh, we've lost our group in the past." It's like, "Well, it it's not just losing your group. It's how. It's 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 how, but it's also like you can sometimes lose your group and luck into a matchup. You know what I mean? Not every time when you – by the way, losing your group isn't what happened. Finishing second in your group is what happened. Mm-hmm. You can finish second in your group in advance and luck into a decent matchup. There's, not every time when you finish second are you going to face the third team in the world in the first round. Right? You, got, you may have gotten lucky in 2011. Right? For example, Sweden got really unlucky. Sweden won their group, and they're facing the number one team in the world in the United States of America. It, sometimes things break your way. That's the, the reason why you want to go out and win your group is so you don't have to wait for the breaks. You kind of make your own breaks, right? So all, all that to say this, USA, USA. That's, that's really what it all comes down to.
1: Oh, absolutely, 100%.
0: Just rooting for it. If you ever wonder... What's the opposite of a eulogy? A birth, a birth, a yes. celebration, a celebration. christening of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Panthers should be celebrating the birth of a new era. Hmm. And if you ever wonder what the old era looked like and why you'd be celebrating the end of it, go read a couple articles about Tampa Bay Buccaneers training camp. Oh boy! If you ever wonder why the Panthers gave up as much as they did, right? DJ Moore, the picks. Uh, Next year's first, if you ever wonder why they gave up as much as they did to trade up to the number one overall pick and draft Bryce Young, go read about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers training camp, where there is a fierce competitive battle to be the starting quarterback between Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask, which is almost exactly, replace Kyle Trask, who was a Uh, you know, a big-time college football playing uh, Florida Gator to uh, replace him with Sam Darnold, and that's exactly where the the Carolina Panthers were last year with Baker Mayfield in a fierce battle that's probably too competitive to be the starting quarterback. And when I say, like, too competitive is, like, you can have a competitive back-and-forth game. That doesn't mean the two teams are really good. You know what I mean? Sometimes they're equally not good, and that just makes for a like a back and forth a nip and tuck close game uh, but it it's it's by way of equally not great rather like, than both great, which stinks less exactly. That's really it. Now you don't smell as bad today. You don't smell as bad. Baker Mayfield versus Kyle Trask, which one doesn't smell as bad uh, the, the, I mean it's, it's here's what I say when I say, go pay attention to their their training camp. I saw a clip today. It was a Baker Mayfield uh toss to to Mike Evans. And every team has their their highlights, their one clips going out from oh, training yeah. camp. For some reason, I feel like the the Bucks social media staff felt like they had to come clean. The caption was Baker Mayfield finds Mike Evans deep and I'm paraphrasing. And then at the end it just said in warmups. As if they didn't want to deceive us to make us think that the 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 catch was in uh, like an actual competitive scenario. It just said, you know, Baker Mayfield to Mike Evans in warm-ups. I was like, you know, i got to admit that. It's practice. It's all practice. Kyle Trask, I saw a beat writer put a uh, – it was a seven-on-seven completion, and it said it may not look like it in this clip, but Kyle Trask has more pop on his throws. And I was like, it, film don't lie, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't have pop on film, it doesn't have pop. It's not fun to be where Tampa is right now. And Carolina was there from about, what, mid 2018? Yeah, they've been there since Cam Newton got hit in the shoulder against
1: Pittsburgh on a Thursday night.
0: And and hit by TJ Watt. From there through all of the different quarterback errors the Teddy, the. the, You can go on and on. The Uh, PJ Walker, the the Jacob Beeson days from last season. The Cam. Oh, the Jacob Beeson. We forget about Jacob
1: Beeson taking snaps last season. The
0: Cam coming back for that little stretch where it was like. Sam, Cam, PJ, Cam, Sam, PJ—like the little, sh- the okey doke they were shuffling yeah, the through musical, sh- musical chairs. Uh, and this year, they're finally out of the woods. Yeah, now it's Bryce Young, and it's Bryce Young, and it's Bryce Young. But I do think it's good that Carolina has the Bucks in the division as kind of a reminder to be happy, a reminder of where you could be. Being in—I'm I'm, going to call it quarterback purgatory. But when you're in quarterback purgatory, it's kind of like having a stuffy nose and what i mean by that is when you i'm talking both nostrils clogged mm, stuffy nose yeah like full on
1: allergy season
0: it's all you can think about right every breath you're like this stinks oh like every, every every time you talk you're like i sound nasally it's the worst but here's the funny part as and and correct me if i'm wrong but i'm i'm pretty sure i'm right as soon as your nose clears you like never think about it again the moment you're back to normal, you're not walking around going like, I'm so lucky to be breathing clearly because you just don't think about it, right? Breathing is something that goes to your, your brain's autopilot, right? You're like, oh, I'm, all right, you, then you're good. That's kind of like being in quarterback purgatory. When when you don't have a quarterback or you have three that are equally mediocre, you are just constantly like, this is the worst. You're, you're watching other teams have... Uh, star quarterbacks or young quarterbacks that they're building around, and you're just jealous. And then the moment you have one, you're just like, "All right, cool. All right, let's let's watch Bryce." And you forget of how much of a struggle it was for the previous five years. Just like when your nose clears up, you're you you immediately forget how terrible the two weeks was when every time, ugh, like that was your 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 sound. By the way, it's not a good sound. It's probably worse even up into the microphone like that. Oh. Also sounds a little bit like uh, Biggie Smalls getting ready, to, getting ready to go. Oh, <laughs> a little, little, little bit of, little bit of both there. A little bit, a little bit of both.